please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Good morning. It's Greg McIntyre, McIntyre Elder Law, helping seniors protect their assets and legacies. And I'm coming to you from the firm this morning. It's casual Friday, I think, and it's about 5.30 in the morning. I got up a little early, got ready this morning to come in, and I'm going to start getting up about 4.30, I think. Anyway, but uh, got up a little early, started coming in, uh, or came in a little early, just to uh, talk to you about long-term care crisis planning today. Um, wanted to knock it out so I can go home and fix breakfast for, for the kids and get them off to school. Then I have a breakfast meeting at 7 o'clock, so... I can knock everything out early today, we'll be good to go. And long-term care crisis planning is a pretty hot topic. Uh, we do a fair amount of long-term care crisis planning in our benefits department. Our benefits department consists of helping people with long-term care crisis, either uh, through applying for Medicaid uh, to help protect assets and supplement their income to pay for care, or supplement their income to pay for care with veterans benefits. We do a lot of veterans benefits cases as well. But today we're gonna to focus on long-term care Medicaid. There's a few traditional long-term care Medicaid spin down um, items that you'll hear about. Uh, and that's either, you know, some people, you know, you can go online and see those uh, readily. They're published by North Carolina's Medicaid department or Department of Health and Human Services in their manuals and that is you can spend, or how about you can have one car in one house and $2,000 and qualify for long-term care Medicaid. Medicaid's gonna go back and look five years for long-term care, three years for assisted living care, which is called special assistance Medicaid, five years for long-term care Medicaid, which pays for nursing home care. They're gonna see how all the money was spent down and uh, you know, so you want to make sure if you're doing any spending to preserve assets or plan for that, that you do those, that type of spending under those rules. And so you can do home repairs <clears throat> on your house. The, the reason people might need to do this is one person needs, let's say there's a couple, one spouse needs nursing home care or has been in nursing home care, maybe spent down lots of money over the last couple of years. And both spouses agree, look, we wanna to try to preserve some of these assets. Maybe one spouse has a lot of healthy years to live. So, so they agree to do this and, and um, there's, you know, home needs some repairs or could use some updating. Money can be spent to repair or update the home. Um, also uh, cars. Money might be spent to purchase a car, uh, or uh, a car could be an investment, by the way. So, you know, classic cars are worth quite a bit of money sometimes. Money could be used to purchase a classic car, and that car could sit there as an investment. Many people think that a bank is the only entity that can hold an investment. It's horribly not true, um, but a perception and a misperception by by many people out there, I would say, okay? And myself, until you know, I step back and think about it and say, you know, that's not true. A gold bar could be an investment. A car could be an investment. Uh, now, which one of those would be um, allowable under the Medicaid spend down rules? It would be the car, okay? You know, a car could be 
$100,000 car that we park in a garage that holds value. Um, a, you know, we might spend uh, money to remodel a kitchen or paint or, or even sometimes, you know, money will be spent to upfit a house with a, a ramp for a wheelchair or, or, uh, or make things more handicap accessible, uh, you know, wheelchair accessible, walk in or roll in showers, things like that. So all those things are allowable under the Medicaid spend down rules for the, the home and the car. Also, you can do pre-needs burial planning. For instance, many of my clients may want to put or have decided to put say $10,000 at a funeral home to plan for their demise and, and go ahead and take care of things so that, uh, uh, and that's allowable to put, uh, to put some money over to a funeral home. You can do it that way, or you can buy life insurance policy that you assign to the funeral home or the funeral home, I believe can hold that in trust. So, so that's allowable under the, the Medicaid spend down rules too. And that's just uh, placing some money um, with a funeral home or insurance company to make sure that a funeral is paid for. Um, that's pretty much it with the traditional spend down rules. So you're, you're somewhat limited with the, the traditional spend down rules, but there's a lot of other things that can be done as well. Um, there are multiple different types of plans that we uh, can draft and come up with under the rules um, that comply with the rules. And if there's a healthy spouse called a community spouse, there is a limit in there in the rules that the community spouse or healthy spouse can keep up to a maximum of $119,220 this year. Over that, have to figure out what to do with that money and that spend down. If there's not a healthy spouse, there's other plans that can be put into place uh, to preserve assets for the family, uh, depending on the needs and wants of the senior uh, or the person who needs care. Um, that person may say, uh, you know, some of my clients, you know, man, I don't want the nursing home to get it. I need this care and I don't want the nursing home to get it. I want to preserve it. I've got a car sitting out front that I bought for my son for his 18th birthday. And, uh, and I didn't buy it for myself. I bought it for my son. I'm driving it today because he won't drive it because it's a stick shift and he won't drive it. He's driving my car, but uh, I bought it for him because I love him and I want him to have it. And, um, that can also be done for a family member. Um, whether I can drive it or ride it in it or not to me makes absolutely no difference because I'm buying that car for someone I love and want to have it. So, so, you know, that, that can be done. There's a lot of different things that can be done. Um, and we enjoy coming up with plans under those rules and we'll be glad to help you or your family come up with plans under those rules and make sure everybody's on board with those before we proceed. So I would recommend consulting a professional before heading down that path. Uh, anything other than just traditional spin down. Need, need to consult a professional to help with that, to make sure you're operating under the rules because the rules can be quite complicated and sometimes they change. So we make it our business, 5.30 in the morning, I'm starting to yawn. We make it our business to uh, make sure we keep up with those rules and work with social services to make sure everything's done correctly. Um, so if you have any questions, you can call us 704 
259-7040 or there's much information on mcelderlaw.com slash mcp stands for medicaid crisis planning mcelderlaw.com slash mcp and taylor's going to post this video for us today is the elder law report and well, taylor i'd love for you to put uh that link in there so people can click and go straight to mcelderlaw.com slash mcp so medicaid crisis planning would be preserving assets um, the best way to and still qualifying for a long-term care benefit the best way to do that is to plan ahead to plan ahead to go ahead and get your foundational documents in place and by the way even to engage in medicaid crisis planning in a crisis in an emergency uh, need to have all your foundational documents in place. General durable power of attorney, healthcare power of attorney, living will, and will. May want to go ahead and put the ladybird deed in place, okay? And that's something in Medicaid crisis planning which can save the house. Um, and just that's very important. But, but ideally, we plan ahead. If we're planning ahead, we want to put those foundational documents in place. Perhaps deed protection in place could be a life estate deed, which doesn't have to be done... Uh, Immediately, you know that has to, or that has to be done outside of the look back period. The ladybird deed does not, uh, so a ladybird deed can be done today and qualify for long term care tomorrow under North Carolina policy. A life estate deed has to be done three years outside of the assisted living Medicaid look back period called special assistance. Nursing home Medicaid five years called long term care Medicaid to pay for nursing home care. So, so life estate deeds put in place outside of that period passes it automatically to a loved one, for instance, and you're under control of it for the rest of your life. Ladybird deed, instantaneously protective of your home and any surrounding property up to a value of $550,000, okay? That's what the policy is. It's a great, great thing in North Carolina. So, um, and, and to protect money, sometimes we use, and I just have to have sitting behind me, a Medicaid Asset Protection Trust. That's a plan ahead tool outside of those look back periods or to start the clock ticking on those look back periods. And that's where we might put money or property within the trust to start that look back clock ticking. It's an irrevocable trust. And we may also <clears throat> have homes in there or other property. The key, the beauty of a trust like this is that if someone decided to sell property, the money would stay within the environment of the trust and that look back period or clock would still be ticking from the first date you put that property in the trust and the money would just be in the trust in, in place of the property. So, so there's many, many other even plan ahead tools and strategies to be done uh, ahead of time, but the key is to plan ahead. An alternative is long-term care insurance. We do not sell long-term care insurance, but we do work with a number of professionals who do. I mean, that's a godsend if you need it, long-term care insurance to private pay. And hopefully you've thought about these situations because I can tell you 70% of seniors over 65 today are going to need some type of long-term care, either nursing home, assisted living, or in-home care. I'll say that really kind of went backwards there. In-home, assisted living, or nursing home care, right, which is the highest level of care. So you need to plan for that. If I told you there's a 70% chance of getting a wreck, when you've left the house today in the car, you put your seatbelt on and make sure your car insurance is up to date, I'm sure. So insurance is a good way to do that. Meeting with an elder law or state planning attorney is a good way to do that. Um, 
But if you don't and you get into a situation with your family where how are we going to pay for care and everything's going to be gone, that's where I can step in and help with long-term care Medicaid crisis planning. So thank you for listening this morning. It is now about 6 o'clock, just a little after. I'm going to go home and make sure my crew is aroused and up. And I'm going to cook breakfast. And then I'll see you, Warren, Tracy, Robbie, and Scott over at the Waffle House this morning at 7 o'clock. I'm Greg McIntyre, McIntyre Elder Law, helping seniors protect their assets and legacies. And I'll be back next week, 10 o'clock on Facebook, every week on the dot. Tune in. Thanks. Bye. We put off planning till things get slow Tomorrow's never promised today Don't get too busy and let it all slip away Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law Foundational planning or more complex We can help when you're perplexed If a loved one needs long-term care We can help avoid some of the scare Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law Estate planning benefits and even probate we take the planning piece off your plate. If you or your spouse were in the military, we can help with benefits for your family. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. 